Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening. This is Kevin. Uh, Unfortunately, Mike has a cold today and his voice hasn't recovered so it's just going to be me uh got a couple questions here i'm hoping everybody can hear me it seems like the audio really dropped during the open but i'm assuming that everything will be just fine uh and as i don't have anybody to banter with i'm probably going to go to the calls really quickly here um, I can tell you that this has been a pretty good week. Mike had to travel off to Sacramento to do some training for a, a fleet out there and uh, heads out to, I believe it's Wisconsin here this coming week. But, uh, and of course, I'm just working away here and everything's been going just fine. If anybody has any questions, of course, uh, hit one on your keyboard and uh, we'll get to your question as soon as we can, and don't hit it twice uh, unless you really didn't want to ask that question. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go to the first question and see if you can hear me. And this one is from the 530 area code. Mike usually has the area code list. I don't know where 530 is. I'm going to guess it's Ohio. Uh, actually, it's just north of Sacramento. Yes, I can. Sacramento. All right. Yeah. Yeah, usually it's just north of Sacramento. It starts there and it goes clear to the Oregon border. Oh, um, nice. Actually, I just wanted to drop in a line as far as your company is concerned, the entire company all together, and really give you guys props. Um, Christmas Eve, I went on ahead and I dropped a photograph and a question on Facebook. And it was uh-huh. one of those things where I was kind of hoping the first couple of weeks of the year, you know, the new year, I might get some kind of a reply you know, giving me an excuse to go to you guys to go ahead and get my truck fixed. Well, right. within eight minutes, I got a, uh, an answer back from whoever it was that was monitoring the company that night, uh, right. basically telling me it was I had the wrong tire rating, uh, you know, wrong weight rating for my tires. So, right. you know, I mean, just it, it, for you guys to get back to me and, you know, for whoever that was to get back to me in eight minutes, you know, on Christmas Eve for something that wasn't even something that you guys could deal with. I just, uh-huh. you know, wow. You know, that, whoever that person is needs to, you got you, you to gotta do whatever you can to keep that person around. <laughs> well, I can, I can already tell you, I know who it was. It's, it would have been Mike. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to keep him around as long as I can. Cause you know, he's the <laughs> one that knows everything. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and even on Christmas Eve, you couldn't stop Mike from talking about trucks and alignment. It's just that's that's uh what he lives for, so Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, well anyway, thank you, sir. All right, thank you, and I hope you got that resolved easily enough. Uh well I will as soon as these tires wear down enough where I could justify buying new ones. I gotcha. All right. Well, very good. Uh glad we were able to help you. Right. No, thank you, sir. All right, thank you. Okay, one fun call there, and uh, 
and it was from California, which is nice. And we actually only have one other to go. Uh, so I'm going to go through that, and then I'm going to, I don't know, start telling dirty jokes or something unless uh, some other people have some questions. So, all right, I'm going to go to this 509 area code, which is also pretty unfamiliar to me, and I'm going to go ahead and say that one's Ohio. All right. Are you there? Yes, Kevin, I am here, and the 509 is Washington area. Washington, and, all right. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, in the neighborhood. Anyway, I am in the uh, Houston area right now, and I'm on the road. But uh, about a year and a half ago, I had a little bit of what I think was toe out. You guys corrected that for me. I was wearing my steer tires on just the outer rim of them. They were starting to wear, and we had the feathering there, and Went through that, and I corrected it. You had me uh, stop off at a tire place, just break the the tie rod loose and expand it out so that the toe end, so it, it was brought the front of the tires a little bit closer in, and so that right. worked out very well. But now what I've done is I've replaced the kingpins on it about 10,000 miles ago, and I'm mm-hmm. starting to see some wear on the driver's side tire, and it is cupping on that outer rim on there, just on the first tread. For the first tread on the driver's side only, it's starting to cup uh, pretty bad. So Too bad. Okay, all the way uh, around then. Uh, it uh, seemed like it was uh, pretty much like only half the way around the tire or three-quarters, but it's just severely in uh, that area, but it is cupping all the way around yet. Okay. Um, and what year is it, and what is it? Uh, it's on a uh, 2002 Kenworth W9L. Okay. And these right. are Michelin XZA3 Plus tires on there. And right. I have a pair of Michelin X, uh, XLE, XLEC, I think, or XLEX tires. They're supposed right. to be the replacement for the... Uh... Uh, okay. Yes, I okay. am. Well, I'm sorry. A little bit of a well, brain fade me, on okay. what they're... My impression there, Bing's is it's a 2002. You said you had to get the kingpins done? Yes. Okay, and you did that uh, at what period in these tires' life? Uh, these tires are probably, uh, I've gotten a lot of good wear them out of, they're probably about three years old, and uh, I'd say that they're just about to the stage where they're starting to need replacement because I'm just on that one outer ring on both of them. Uh, sure. I'm just about to lose that one piece of tread there. Okay, but so. you got the kingpins replaced at, uh, how long ago? Uh, 10,000 miles ago. 10,000 miles Just ago, okay. December. All right. Well, and if if the wheel end is now tight, if that includes the bearings and the kingpin, yeah. if you can, if you can't get any move, any more movement out of the, the wheel end, then I'd say that, you know, the problem was identified, it was solved, but it caused this tire wear before he could get it off. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, next time around, next set of tires, as long as that wheel end is held tight, now, then that cupping shouldn't come back. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to know if you happen to have a location somewhere in the Phoenix area or where would I find on a oh, site yeah. where I can have, you know, have the alignment leastwise confirmed. Well, if you if you go to mdalign.com, you'll find there's a shop locator tab on there that you can find all the shops in the, in the country that, you know, we've trained and use our equipment and you know, got onto the website and hopefully all of them are doing good work. 
Um, that would be m m d alignment dot com. And yes. do you happen to have a company phone number or anything like that? Uh, yeah. Well, our company is uh, the main line is eight hundred six one seven five five nine two. Um, and in the case of Phoenix, Arizona, there's a company called Arizona Laser Alignment uh, that I, you know, I've known them for almost 20 years now. They do really good work. So Arizona uh, Alignment Company. Arizona, I think it's Arizona Laser Alignment, but I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, they're they're a really good group, and they'll, they'll take care of you. They're located on your site on MD Alignment, also. Okay, well, that would uh, do for me right there. So I just got to take right. and say thanks for everything you guys do on this alignment because like the previous uh, caller out there, you call in, you get your answer, and uh, I'd say it primarily solves a problem for most of us right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's what we try to do. All right. Well, I will well, let you get you. to your jokes, Kevin. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. All right. Thanks for your help. Bye now. Okay, and uh, fortunately, you don't have to hear any jokes right away because we've got a couple more calls. Uh, this one here is from 815, which I'm at least 50% sure is uh, uh, Illinois, but it could be Minnesota. Uh, oh, geez, or Missouri. Really, I don't remember where this is. All right. It's it's Illinois. It is Illinois. All right. Yeah, it is Illinois. Joliet, Illinois, matter of fact. Okay, um, well, you know, quick question for you, Kevin. Um, appreciate you guys uh, helping us out here. Uh, I got similar problem with the other gentleman had. I got Dunlops on my mm-hmm. uh, steers, and the right the right side is cupping on the outer edge. Now that would be uh, wheel bearing, then. Well, not necessarily, but in the case of his okay. vehicle, that's you know, especially since he said it's only cupping on the well. He'd said it's mainly cupping on the left side and on the outside. It was the left side and the outside, and it's cupping. And it's cupping most of the way around. I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say it's probably a bearing issue, but it could have been that kingpin issue. Okay. Uh, in your case, if it's on the right side, you know, uh, and it, 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 let's see, how well does it track down the road? I mean, our guide it, for whether or not. You know, sometimes driving. it's like kind of sloppy sometimes it isn't i had my kingpins done about 50 60,000 miles ago uh, and, and uh, when did the cupping start you know i just had those tires put on about maybe about 50,000 miles it's it started just now but some of the cupping okay. is kind of like uh it looks like it's getting chewed up a little bit not bad i don't know if that's from when i'm uh, backing up in the trailers or, you know, I don't know what it's actually from, but, yeah, well, it's they, like you know, chewing up the tire just a little bit. It's not like a, not like a flush cupping. You know, I mean, you can kind of see the outer edges, you know, it's wearing, you know. Right, right. Okay, well, so there's a, there's a bunch of different possibilities for exactly where this wear is coming from on the right side. It could be so, uh, the two main reasons to get cupping are you got to lose component or the tire is actually being pushed that way. Uh, there's a third one that's come up on the right side only, and that's uh, the 55-degree wheel cut of the, of, uh, the newer steer axles, uh, which, by the way, what, how old is your truck? It's a 99 Volvo. 99 Volvo. So I don't think we have to worry about that part. Uh, but 
again, you know, it could be the alignment, it could be the the bearings, and it could be the kingpin. You got the kingpins done, so it still could be the bearing, and it could still be the alignment. So all three of those, okay. uh, all those things could be causing uh, just a little bit of cupping on the outside edge on the right side. So okay. You get it to somebody. You can. You, you, there's some things you can do on your own. You know, if you. If yeah, you I got just, the book. I got the book. I just haven't read the whole book yet. <laughs> right. If you just yeah, if you just yeah. put a bottle jack under the the leaf springs or near the leaf springs on the right side, underneath the axle, and jack up okay. that right side so that you can just get the wheel up in the air and shake okay. the wheel for, at the from the top, then you can see whether or not there's any bearing play. If you can feel okay. any bearing any play. Uh, when you shake the wheel by hand, then surely uh, the the it's it's wearing out the tire because between the okay. weight of the truck and the and the ground, they've got a lot more ability to move that tire, make that tire squirm around than you do with your hands. Okay. So now I've heard that something with the fifth wheel because you know I get I get a little slop in my fifth wheel, but mainly the slop is from um, I think the uh, the cylinders going. Yeah, so, no, you know, I don't, it's not holding it. I don't have... Have you ever uh, heard of that? Well, I've heard it. I've heard a lot of excuses for tire wear, but I've never been able to prove that a, any fifth wheel plate is... The only the only time I've ever had a, a situation where the fifth wheel plate affected handling or tire wear is when it wasn't greased properly, and you're you know, when you're going around a curve, you're dragging the tire sideways trying to... Uh, because the, the trailer's going one way, and you're trying to go another way. Okay. <laughs> As long as the fifth wheel plate is greased properly, a little bit of banging back and forth is not going to cause tire wear. Okay. Okay. All right. And, you know, I had another question. This thing related to alignments. Um, I don't know if you might could help me out. I'm here in Joliet, Illinois. But, you know, I'm looking for a good uh, mechanic that does engine work. You, you, can you have any recommendations? Or mm, I, I got a Detroit 60. Uh, Detroit. Well, you know, uh, I, I really don't know who is best at it. I know that the guys that I like around here, but okay. uh, again, you know, that there's there's a diesel pro over there on 14th here in Des Moines. There's uh, diesel the guys who right catch great, but that's for cats. Um, I I don't I can't really name, especially anywhere How about else. Mike, would he know anybody or? Not for engine work. I mean, we just okay. You know, right, right. I know you guys focus. So you know, I just thought you know through the years that you guys have been doing this. You know, well, you know, okay. it's like the the shops that we work at. Well, um, the 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 you know, the well, it's a ninety nine, right? Okay, uh, so you don't really have to worry about all the extra crap. Um, who else? Uh, but yeah, not, I, I just GR. can't say in the area. Well, the the Mac dealer there in Joliet, the the Mac. Well, except that that's not necessarily their engine, so I, I really don't know if they'd be any better. Right? Yeah, that's a problem, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't deal with Detroit's. There's yeah. Freightliner down the street by my house, but but they yeah. charge an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah, I know, and, and that's again, that's yeah. I don't. I just don't know who is better or worse right, at engine right. work. Okay. Okay, well, I appreciate it though. Thanks. But well, yeah, I'll uh, I'll pass it on if anybody knows anybody there in the in the Joliet area. I mean, there's got to be somebody reasonable out there. Right, right, yeah, I you know, because I mean, some of these mechanics you got to watch them because they'll 
they'll rip you off and they won't do a good job, you know. So yeah, yeah, that is a that's a major problem. Uh, yeah, I think major problem. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, but diesel yeah, pro is up by you guys, right? By Des Moines. Yeah, there's a diesel diesel is a is it diesel pro or pro diesel? I think it's pro diesel actually, and it's over here. Okay. It's on just off 14th in Des Moines, Iowa. They're a good group of guys too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's not far from me. All right. All right. Okay, well, well, yeah, I really appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you. All right. No problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah, the uh, the problem with people giving people bad advice, that's a, that's that's been a, a real shocker for me. I mean, it shouldn't be too shocking. The, the term highway robbery has been around for, you know, centuries. But uh, the the I, I recall one of the uh, a, guy, a guy that came in for an alignment, uh, one of the first people I worked with over there at Ziggler Cat when I was working there, uh, he had he was seemed like a nice enough guy, but a younger guy, and he had a nice new Volvo, and somebody had convinced him that he really needed to get rid of his aluminum wheels and go ahead and put some steel wheels on because the steel wheels are going to hold up better. They're going to they're going to keep their shape better, and uh, I, I just. You know, the the real experience has been that I hope everybody understands out there. The aluminum wheels, when they're forged, they're a lot easier to keep in perfect shape. Now, you can't repair them the, the way you could a steel wheel, but why would you want a repaired steel wheel on your on your highway tractor? Get the straightest, smoothest thing you can, put it on there, keep it there, and let your tires last as long as they can because you want the smoothest ride you can get. Anyway... Uh, leaving that alone, it's really too bad some of the advice people get out there. But uh, I'll try to help as much as I can. And the next caller is 630, which I'm going to guess is Texas because it's a big state with lots of numbers. No, 630 is still back in Illinois. Illinois. Chicago suburbs. All right. Yeah. The burbs. All right. Well, what's your question? I'm considering using the counteract balance beads for balancing tires instead of the centromatics, and I was wondering what your experience has been related like to those them. two balancing methods. Okay. We like both of them. Uh, they both have sort of a, a obvious pro and an obvious con. Like uh, in the case of the, the balance beads in the in the centromatic, uh, they're they're not actually in the wheel. They're they're closer to the center of the or the or the inside edge of a steel rim or the center of a set of duels. They're not actually balancing the entire uh, face of the tread. Whereas when you use say the counteract beads, the 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 beads themselves will spread across the face of the tire, and you, you know even if you have a little bit of an imbalance on the outside edge of the tire, it's still being properly balanced by the balanced beads. Uh, as far as the physics of it go, it's it's. The, the, I know that the centromatic people would argue that you know balance is balance and it works anyway. But uh, I can see the the reasons for using something inside the tire instead of necessarily something uh, uh, that's outside the tire. But then when you've got something outside the tire, you don't have any mess to deal with inside the tire when you change tires. You just right. you move the centromatic from piece to piece. They last a good million miles if they're taken care of. And if you're lucky, um, so is there a bigger difference using super singles rather than duals then? 
Uh, no, that, in both cases, everything will work just fine. Uh, you can. The, okay. That's a great thing, I guess. Well, in in both cases, they've 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 got uh, you've got a Centromatic you can use for the the super singles, and you've got in the case of the Counteract, you can they're just little glass beads. You can buy more beads right. like, instead of a fourteen ounce bag and eighteen ounce bag for your super singles, and it's it'll work just fine. Right. Okay. So I I like them both. Uh, I I I would relate it back to uh, talking to my dentist about flossing. And should I be using the waxed or the unwaxed or the mint or whatever? And he doesn't really care which floss I use as long as I'm flossing. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, that helps a little bit. When I looked on the website, um, they have a spot where you can put in tire size and make recommendations as far as how how uh, how many bags of beads that you need to put in a tire. Uh, they only had medium-duty trucks. It didn't have heavy-duty trucks. When I put in the tire size, uh, 455, 50, 22 and a half, it recommended one 16-ounce one bag. I talked to a dealer, and they recommended using two bags. I just wondered if you had any any thoughts about that. I Somewhere here, it's not in front of me, but somewhere in this office, we've got a brochure with all the recommendations for all the tire sizes. I don't have it. Okay. I don't have it right now. But if you call, you know, tomorrow after nine central, somebody can tell you what the what the recommendation is for your size. Okay, is that the six one seven five five nine two number? Eight hundred. Yep. 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 Okay. Great. Thanks. I'll do that then. I appreciate the help. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yep. All right. Well, that was uh, two Illinois, a Washington, and a California. Um, and we've got, uh, oh, a little over a half hour left if we keep getting calls and, or if I have things to talk about, um, I think you should all hope I don't have to tell jokes. I don't really remember any good ones right now. Anyway, could get really bad. Um, and next we have a call from the 715 area code, which I'm trying to remember, but I think is in Wisconsin. So let's see where this guy's at. Uh, yep, Wisconsin. Oh, it is. All right. Uh, yeah, I've got a heel toe on my drive. Yeah. Uh, where on the inside of the drives on the second tread in. Okay. Uh, all the way around. All right. Uh, when you say heel toe, you mean it's, uh, you know, it's the front end of the tire of the lug when you're standing on top looking at it, the front end of the lug is tall and the back end is low. And every yeah. single one of them are like that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but strangely enough, it's only in one row of them. Yep. And the, the other three. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah. No show, nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, and but it's only on the inside, the second rib yeah. in on the outside tire or on the inside tire? Inside tire. On the inside tire, but there's no wear on that outside shoulder. Nope. The outside hmm. tire looks great, and uh, just a one roll on the inside tire. Okay. All right. Inside well, second lug, yeah, second roll. Yeah. And, yeah, and there's no wear on the other ones. It isn't that there isn't that there's an alternate wear 
There's, it isn't that the the heel toe is much worse on that one, but not as bad on the others. Nope, I can't detect any. Uh, even I, yeah, not not any. Just the one roll. <laughs> and now it'll do it on. I've got it on all four. Uh, where the same all four on the drive, but more so. It seems like more so on the driver's side. Front. Okay. Excellent. Okay, but this. Okay, so you're saying that this this wear, this heel toe wear is occurring on the inside set of lugs, but not the outside shoulder, on all four Correct. sets of tires. Um, and what what kind of vehicle? Uh, classic uh, O2. O2 classic. All right. Uh, and bearings. Who last time they were tightened? I keep a pretty good tab on them. Uh, they I check them pretty regular. I learned that a little while back. <laughs> yeah, I went through enough tires with that. Uh, it like I say, it seems like it's that one front one more. I don't know if it's now the tires got maybe a third of life left on them. I had the tires on maybe a year and a half, almost two. Yep. Do you ever rotate them? I do, yeah, yeah. About but how often? Seems, uh, I'd probably about, well, I'm going to say once a year, so okay. 75, 80,000 miles. All right. Well, my impression of what you're seeing uh, is, let's see, we we would see inside edge, inside dual cupping on on uh, uh, drive tires uh, in situations where we knew that the bearings were tight and we knew everything was right. But uh, because they had changed to low rolling resistance rubber, uh, problems started showing up that should have been showing up in, you know, in a much worse condition. Right. Um, I think what's happening is uh, you got a Freightliner, you've probably got the 9.5 millimeter axle housing. Uh, and you, you do adjust the tires, but you adjust them, you, you know, even keeping up on drive axle tires, you know, without right. the cone in place, you're doing it maybe once every year, every year and a half. Uh, right. During that period of time, when you get to it, it's loose, right? Uh, so during no. that year and a half, uh, it got a little loose, maybe not bad, yeah. but just a little loose. Yeah. And it shouldn't okay. have been enough to cause a problem. But it is okay. causing just a little bit of wear. And in this case, fortunately, it's just heel-toe wear. Uh, right. And you can just reverse those. You know, uh, when you reverse the heel-toe wear and get it wearing the other way, then it, it'll right. start to go away. So yeah. I think okay. it's just a, a combination of uh, very small issues, like a little bit of axle flex and a little bit of uh, bearing play combined okay. with new rolling, new low rolling resistance rubber. And okay. this is how it's showing up. So I, don't, I yeah. think you're doing everything right. You just got a very small problem. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so recommending maybe rotate more often? Mm. I don't know. Well, see, the, the next question is, uh, you, you buy your next set of tires. What? Which, which ones are these? The Michelin's uh, Drive okay. Tires X-Line. XZA2. 
Okay. I um, wonder if I should run them outside once since they don't have it instead of just rotate and put outside the inside. Uh, I don't do that. see that that would be a bad idea. The only yeah. uh, difficulty, of course, being, you know, how, what does it cost yeah. and what do you actually save? Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Well, right. yeah, good. I appreciate yeah, the, the only yeah. yeah, the only thing I would say is, you know, with the next set of tires, uh, well, I guess how long do you think you got left on these? I'm hoping that to finish the winter and then uh, I'd like to get to fall and then buy a new set for next winter. Get to fall, like to okay. Fall. All right, well. But, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. The, 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 only, the, only, the only question I got there is, uh, you know, like I said, it, we, we always thought that the, what is it, the, the Bridgestone, uh, oh, the numbers are escaping me, but they had a, a, a two, is it? Uh, I can't remember. It says it's like a 250, and then they made it a 250 EL. Those aren't the right okay. numbers, but they added an EL to the end of it. And now it was the extended okay. life is what they called it, but they really meant uh, more fuel mileage, not more tire life. And oh, those tires yeah, yeah, would wear yeah. out terribly. Uh, yeah. So as this is the XDA2, I think you've got. And yeah. when they come out, when when it comes to fall, is it going to be the XDA two plus that's available? At least you know when you, when when fall comes around, the XDA two is might have this little problem, but at least it isn't going to cup out on the outside. Uh, right. And then, and then I know there's a good Bridgestone. I think the Goodyear is having a little bit of a problem. It's just they're they're really they're really wrestling with this uh, rolling resistance versus tire life issue. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess other than just, that, yeah, other than that, they're, they're wearing real even and nice. I just uh, I guess yeah. they just that's showing up a little bit here. But yeah, very good. Okay, well, yeah. just keep it. I'd say just keep it rotated uh, as often as you feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't think it's really going to cause the tire life loss necessarily. Yeah, unless you leave it that way for like two years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I try to. Get on the, uh, for sure, once a year, I only put out maybe yeah. about ninety thousand a year. So, okay, so, all right. Well, hopefully this yeah, hopefully this all just works out just fine and doesn't cost doesn't good. actually cost you any money. Just looks a little ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. That was uh, another good call, and I still have about a half hour left. Uh, a couple more questions and we will get to the next one, which is also at one five, which I think is still Illinois. Is this Illinois? Yep, 815. yep it is Illinois. All right. I tuned in late. I came in late to your show, but you were talking with a gentleman that was looking for some kind of engine work. Yeah. Engine work in the are, Illinois area. Yep. Illinois area. Yeah. Um, there's a place in Ottawa, Illinois, exit 93, called Reg's Truck Repair. About okay. A mile and a half, two miles south of the interstate. Okay. On the east side of the road, right next to Pomp's Tire, and they are about 84 or $85 an hour is their labor rate. And that's who I use, and they do phenomenal work. Well, great. And what kind of engine you got? I have... Uh, Detroit engine, but my I have an 06 Freightliner, 
So, okay. but he's got a 99. That's, there's no pollution right. stuff at all on that one. <laughs> right. But they're they're an independent shop. They do really good work, and that's okay. who I use all the time. But all French right. truck well, repair exit 93, south of the highway, about two miles. All right. If well, that gentleman's please. still listening. I, I believe he is. So, all right. Excellent. Good to hear. Okay, well, that's uh, all I had. I just go ahead. I, I was going to say I, I can't remember where is Ottawa in relation to Joliet. Uh, about twenty-two miles west of Joliet. Okay. Okay. All right. But they're okay. they're at exit ninety-three. All right. Excellent. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much Alrighty. for calling. Yep. Yeah. Not a problem. Hi. Hi. All right. Uh, so this is yet another forum for sharing information between drivers uh, so that everybody can get uh, a little better service. Because, you know, as, as, as he was saying, uh, the earlier caller was saying, you get, you, you talk to these people and sometimes they just, they just, uh, they take, they take you behind the shed with the way they do work. And it's good to hear that there's somebody there that uh, treats drivers, especially independent operators, better. All right. Uh, 716 is the next area code. And I think uh, 715 was Wisconsin, so 716 has to be next door. And I'm going to say that means it's in Michigan. No, let's try Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. It's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Right. Well, a couple um, lakes away. Yeah. I have a question that hopefully it'll challenge your mind. Okay. Everybody's talking about cupping on a steer tire. Right. I, ha- I had a pair of 101 ZLs, which is put out by Yokohama. I ran them for 180,000 miles. I had the liquid balancer in them, and I even had kingpins that were going bad. Mm-hmm. So I took it into the shop, and we replaced the kingpins. We put brand-new 101 ZLs on it. We put counteract balancing beads in it. Mm-hmm. And now my right-hand tire, and we did an align three-axle alignment. Sure. And... My right-hand steer tire is about half the tread depth of my left, and my left in one spot mm-hmm. on the very outside rib has got a cup in it. Right. Any, okay. any ideas? <clears throat> well, that's the, the fun part about having one spot that's cupping is that uh, you can? Uh, there's a couple of things you can eliminate on that. Like it isn't going to be the kingpin because the kingpin has no idea when the tire is rotated all the way around, uh, and it's not like the the entire bearing assembly is loose because the the bearing assembly can't be it can't skip on the race in the same spot every single time if the whole thing's loose. But it could be that the race has a dead spot in it, just one little loose spot. That that uh, every time it get that reaches the bottom of the of the rotation, uh, it it wiggles just a little bit. So maybe it's so maybe it's the actual race, or maybe it's that the hub itself is just a little bit out of round, or maybe it's that the rim 
has a ding in it right at that point. Or maybe it's that the tire was actually bad right there. Uh, you know, so it's out of balance just in that one spot. Or, or it's got a, a like a, a one little broken cord or one, it just it got uh, run into a curve one time and it damaged it just a little bit. And that causes it to this one spot to cup over and over. But knowing that it's in one spot, if you just use a grease pencil and mark the, the tire, the rim, and the hub, then the next time you put on a tire, if you rotate the rim, you know, 30 degrees, and you leave the, and you know where your mark on is on the, on the, the hub, then the next time a, a spot shows up, if it doesn't line up with the rim, but it does line up with the hub, then you know you got a problem inside the hub, probably the race. Or if it does line up with the rim, you know you got a problem with the rim. Or if it doesn't line up with either of them, well, you, you, the problem wasn't any of it. It must have been a tire issue. Okay. All right. Now, I have another question for you. Yeah. I have – it's a 2005 Kenworth T600. Uh-huh. And I have talked to several people about putting Roking shocks on and I came okay. across a guy who's got Roking shocks on his drives. He also drives his T600. Mm-hmm. And he turned around and he told me, he says, don't put Rokings on the front of a 600. I said, why okay. not? He says, it'll make it ride like a battle wagon. <laughs> okay. Do you, he said, it's too much shock for the way the setup is, apparently. Um, um, the question I, I have is, Go ahead. I, I can I can kind of understand what he means, but I, I just unfortunately I don't have enough experience with the Road King versus, say a Monroe or a Gear Bureau to be able to tell you, you know, on any given model what, what which one's going to be better or worse. But but go All right. on. Well, the question I have is, um, your show's back around. I think I had to give a turkey one day to your better other half there. Um, for the information that uh, we were talking about. But he said something about putting wedges when you do uh, like a spring change, putting right. wedges in there. Well, taking, I'm putting, wondering if that taking them out. Depends on what the what the situation is. I mean, uh, you're, let's see, the, the, the thing that makes the, the ride the roughest in a modern truck is that they they back in the 70s and before when they had manual steered uh, uh, steering ma- manual steering, you used a, a half a degree of caster to uh, between the caster uh, between the axle uh, pad and the and the the frame. There was only a half of a degree of caster, and that, that so that it was easier to turn the wheel away from center. And then you would you it would you would have to kind of turn it yourself to get it back back into center. But the half a degree of caster was really all that was necessary. When they moved to power steering, uh, it was so effortless to move the the steering tires away from center using the power assist that in order to return the steer tires to center, they increased the amount of caster and and. Uh, as, as you move from a half a degree to over two degrees, and in many cases over four or five degrees, now, I mean, every single bump in the road becomes a serious shock. It's, I mean, comparing a half a degree 
to five degrees of castor if if you just uh, you, there's a something let's see what situation would you be able to relate this to if if you can you can go ahead and see it by pitching the uh the front fork of, of a bicycle if you pitched it to straight up and down and saw how it just rolls over every single bump it runs into but then pitch it out to a full five to well typically they're more like 12 degrees or so then you feel every bump as you as you roll over it you need something to cushion that so now we've got airbags in the in the cab we got airbags in the seat we got airbags on the axles we got airbags everywhere to cushion the amount of shock that we're putting in it because we got so much caster Okay. So if you just lowered the amount of caster by changing the shims between the, the axle pad and the spring, then you could smooth out the ride a lot. And we know that you really only need about two and a half degrees of caster to overcome the uh, uh, power steering and return these steer tires to center. So if you started with five and you lowered to two and a half, you've reduced the shock in the cab by easily 25%. Okay, so you take out the angle? It depends on what you're looking at. If you've got, in other words, uh, that backward lean is is not only decided by a wedge in between the axle and the spring, but it can also be decided by uh, the way the front of the spring and the back of the spring are connected to the to the frame. So they're you know they're inducing caster by pushing the back end of the spring down. So maybe there's no wedge to take out but you could add one by putting it in backwards. Okay. Get what I mean? So it just depends yeah, on what I you're do. looking at. If you look, you know, you can just take a flashlight and look underneath your truck. And if you can see that there is an extra wedge, you know, it's got to be, a, it's got to have a significant taper. It's going to be like a half inch thick at the back of the wedge and almost uh, uh, an eighth of an inch at the front of the wedge. And if you've got a big tapered wedge underneath your axle, or underneath the uh, between the spring and the axle, then uh, that's something you could take out. Uh, you know, re- leave the riser block. You need that, but take out the extra wedge, and you can smooth out your ride. Okay. Yeah, because I it's a basically a solid mount on the front. It's a pin right through the frame, and then right. on the back I have the shackles. Right, right, but you know, yeah, and that angle of that spring could be you know that's one of the ways that they induce caster but then below the caster below the spring between the spring and the axle you've got a you've got probably a riser block which is about you know three inches tall and then and it's got a taper in it too and then under that you may have another couple of blocks maybe they're flat blocks or maybe they're tapered blocks it just depends on on you know what they did when they built your truck Okay. All right, sir. I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Another fun call. Another difficult situation. Uh, the it is. It's amazing how much we have to do to make the ride smoother. Um, and in case you didn't know, uh, whether it was uh, that guy in Buffalo or anybody else out there. Uh, that extra amount of caster that they're adding is reducing the life of the tire because it's changing the way the weight was distributed. Uh, you know, the, the weight sitting on top of that tire uh, below that axle, if there is zero caster, the weight sits evenly across the footprint of the tire. 
But as you add caster, you're, you're, you're inducing a backwards lean to the axle and you're changing the center of the weight further toward the back of the footprint. And instead of the tire tread moving smoothly through the footprint like it would if it was zero caster like it is on the rear of the track, uh, it, uh, it, it squishes through the back of the, the tread and actually wears out faster. Uh, so adding an extra two and a half degrees of caster for whatever reason to make it return to the center even faster or whatever reason they had, they're reducing your steer tire life by maybe 10 to 15%. Okay, let's get back to questions here. We've got uh, the 203 area code. I'm not sure where that's at. I'm going to say Indiana. No, Connecticut. Connecticut. All right. I have been so wrong. I got a question. Yeah. Um, in the process of buying a truck six months ago, I had the truck DOT'd and uh, dynoed, and it passed the uh, the DOT, no problems, no wheel seal leaks or anything like that. But when it was mm-hmm. on the dyno, I noticed uh, uh, one set of the, the duels was flopping around pretty good. So when I got it back to the dealership, I pointed that out, and they jacked up the truck and said, yeah, uh, the wheel seal or whatever the wheel on, I'm not good with the language needs to be re- redone. So I'm wondering, is this something that I should be doing periodically, is backing the truck up and, and checking uh, how loose these wheels get, or is that something that comes up in a wheel seal that's loose? And is it something that comes loose, or is that just a wheel seal that probably was done but not done correctly? Okay, this is a – the way people address this across the industry varies a lot. Uh, and it's it, – there's a – number of silly and arbitrary ways people have decided to address it. Like for instance, if the wheel seal is leaking, then there's a problem. And eh, back in the nineties, that was actually kind of true uh, that about the time you had a loose wheel bearing, it also damaged the seal because it was wobbling around and that caused a wheel seal leak. The problem was that the bearing was loose. If you could have tightened the bearing, you wouldn't have had a wheel seal failure. But when they look at it, they say, hey, the wheel seal failed, so now we're going to go ahead and tighten the wheel. Uh, Now, you know, in the last 10-plus years, the wheel seal technology has improved dramatically. So now the wheel seal doesn't fail nearly as quickly. But the wheel bearing is loose, so now you've got got flopping loose wheels, but they're still looking at the wheel seal saying, no, it's good, that must not be a problem. So yeah, I would recommend you go ahead and look at it. There's there's a number of other indications that you're you're having uh, a wheel end issue. Uh, if you've got a vibration in your seat that occurs when you're at a constant speed on a flat smooth road, that's uh, and it comes up and it goes away. That you know what that's a that's a loose wheel bearing in the rear end. Uh, if you're getting inside edge cupping on your inside dual, that's a loose wheel bearing. You can fix that just by tightening the wheel bearing. Uh, and you know, if you jack up the wheel position and put a tire iron under it and shake the wheel, then, and if it's, if it, if you can get any freedom of movement there, it's a wheel bearing. So that way I would, yeah, I would recommend checking it and paying attention to the reasons that, uh, it comes up. Okay. Um, and then what's your experience with airbags on, on the front end? Because this truck is a glider, and I've, I've been driving 20 years, never had uh, airbags on the front end before. It feels like the truck is drifting down the yeah. road every time I make turns, but I, I don't. I have zero tire wear. The front end tires look beautiful. Yep. 
yeah, I don't, I don't really care for them for that, basically for that reason, because it just doesn't feel like it, it's either, you know, it's, I like a manual transmission in my car too, because I like to feel like I'm driving instead of just riding along. And, and to me, the airbag just makes it feel more like a, a boat than it does a truck. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. Is there, there a way to adjust for that? Uh, not really. Uh, as, you I mean, the ride's know, beautiful. It, would, it feels like, like a boat, like you said. Right. In order to tighten it up, basically, you would be over, you would be counteracting the benefit of the airbag. So it's either have the airbag or don't have the airbag. Okay. Does it increase tire life at all? Nope. There's no. There's no effect on tire life. Because uh, this uh, is all, all this, all this stuff, the the airbag, the drifting, the, all that stuff. These are these are things that are occurring above the axle, and we're really concerned with things that are at the axle level and below, the for causing our our tire issues. When you're talking about how it suspends the vehicle above it, you know that's it's uh it's not changing your tire life. Okay, and I've got to counteract in the front end, and and I got to be honest with you, it's. I've never had tires look as as good as these do. What say that again? Uh, yeah, I'm the most. I've got the counteract the beads mm-hmm. in the front end and the tires, and these tires just look beautiful. I mean, I've never had tires keep even like this uh, for as long as they have. That's awesome. That's what I like to hear. So, uh, thank you. One good vote for counteract. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. All right, we've got about 10 minutes left and about three more calls, so this should go really well. Um, and here we have 256 area code, which I'm going to guess is, I should know it, but I'm just going to guess it's Missouri. All right. I can't seem to get the button to go. Okay, there we go. Are you there? Yes, Alabama, sir. Alabama. Yes. All right. Well, Two questions. Yes. How how often should I rotate my drive tires and then my steer tires? Well, three questions. And yeah, which that's not one that's going to cost. Where's the quickest on my drive tires? Which positions? You know, like the top two. Would you say? Okay. Okay, I can tell you already that the rear two positions wear faster than the front two on most tractors. Uh, if you shift that fifth wheel plate all the way up over the front axle, then the front axle will wear faster than the rear axle. But typically, the rear axle wears faster than the front axle. Uh, and I think the rate is like 25%, but I'm not positive. Um, and so, no, you know, we, we, and because the the power is basically distributed evenly across all four sets, uh, and it's really just the weight that's that's wearing out the the rear end faster than the front end, uh, it, uh, there's really there's no decision making between the sides either. So uh, that was I guess that's that's the point I'd have to make about what wears faster. So what was next? The next question was, how many miles do you usually go on your drives you recommend before you rotate them? I believe we recommend 60. 
but we could you could also look at it at, as a, a function of tread depth. In other words, when you've got uh, let's see, I, I I believe when you've got I, I could be off by half here. I believe when you've got a difference of greater than two thirty seconds from side to side on an axle, or greater than four thirty seconds from front to back on an axle, it's time to rotate. Okay. On the steer uh, steer tires, same thing about sixty thousand miles, or yeah, or again, go by uh, your your tire rate. If you're not seeing, if they're both all flat and smooth and they're both wearing at the same rate, there's really no purpose in, in rotating. But if you find that one okay. is rotating, you know, one is wearing, you know, a couple 30 seconds faster than the other side, go ahead and rotate them so you can even them out. All right. And um, the caster, because I'm getting ready to re uh, have my leaf springs replaced. I got a little over a million miles on my truck. And they're going to do the three-axle alignment. And about six months ago, I called in, and I had, you know, a lot of uh, – it took bumps real hard. And what you're talking about, the caster, definitely right. does make a, a humongous difference. Went from four degrees on the caster down to two. And it uh, with these new leaf springs, saying that, well, I need to stay at two or have them keep it at two, correct? even though there are going to be no leaf springs put on. No, that, that's the change in the leaf springs won't change that. And I mean, if, uh, as long as you're not changing the way they're connected to the front and rear end of the frame, then when you put in the new ones, everything should be the same. The, because, you know, when right. they collapse, it's not like the front of end of the spring was collapsing faster than the rear end of the, of the spring. So it, it should be the same. Okay. All right, that's all the questions I have, but I sure do appreciate it. Love the show, and thank you so much, sir. All right, well, thank you for calling. Okay. All right, and that was Alabama. And I had to tell, I wanted to tell him, but I didn't tell him that uh, I really also can't do anything about Clemson having won that game. I know he's torn up about it, but I can't change that. All right, I got a 917 area code here. Uh, I'm going to guess that's uh, uh, Colorado, because I haven't said Colorado in a while. Come on. New York. New York? New York. Yes, sir. There's mountains in New York, right? I believe there is, but I've been living in Florida for 14 years now. so. Florida, okay. All right, yeah, there's no mountains in Florida, and it's nowhere Florida, near New York Florida, or Colorado. So, again, I'm completely wrong. There you go. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call, Kevin. Um, I have a question. Uh, I have a 99 Freightliner FLD. Um, had the MD alignment done in um, May or June of last year in Daytona. Um, okay. Truck was running fine. Um, recently put some new stair tires on, tires all the way around the truck, actually. Um, what the truck seems to be doing, it, it's kind of squirrely on the road. Um, okay. I'm constantly uh, making course adjustment all the time, and when I'm not doing that, it's pulling to the right. Uh-huh. What do I need to look for? My first impression My is towed out and a little bit of a right pull. But, so okay. I, I think so, uh, it just needs a little adjustment. You know, and that's the thing about a tow out. Uh, the closer it is to correct, 
but still towed out, still the worse it acts towed out. So like if it was really towed up, it was an eighth of an inch or so towed out, then it plows down the road. But when it's just about perfect, well, then it, it like keeps grabbing, you know, this little uh, uh, cut in the road here. Or it, it finds a little bit of traction there, and it just keeps on darting off the center. So you're constantly hurt. Yes. That so that's, yes. that's the first impression. Okay, is there any kind of a warranty on the alignment that is done, or is that uh, all has to do with the local area that does it? Local. That would have to do with the people that do it. I always provided a 60-day, 30,000-mile warranty when I did an alignment, because uh, if if you're still having a problem within that period, it's probably because of something I didn't do or a change that really isn't your fault. So I didn't have any problem making adjustments in that time. Okay. I noticed on the track rod in the uh, between the frame and the differential back there, I noticed mm-hmm. uh, a little some wear is starting to occur on the bushings, um, on both of them. Um, yeah, does I'm that contribute to what's going on? No, I'm I'm not really worried about those tracking arms. I mean, if the if the if the bushings are blown out, you better replace them. But for instance, the first generation of uh, Freightliner's air ride suspension didn't even have those track arms. So the, the axle is just floating underneath the track. Okay. Now, with the bushings in place, even if they're not good, as long as you're holding it roughly centered underneath the track as it's driving, it should be okay. Really, those wear out badly when you're doing a lot of twisting and turning trying to get into uh, tight spots. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're not bad or shot or anything like that. I just noticed... Um, some wear on them, and, and I figure I'll go ahead in a couple of months' time and replace those. And uh, notice there's a, you know, the airbags are starting to crack a little bit in the bottom. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and replace those one time and kind of do a general thing with that. But I noticed this uh, for the past week, I'm having this uh, pull to the right and then a the little squirrely feeling on the road. Okay. Yeah, I really think that's, I think that's just a, a little toe in and maybe a small adjustment in the rear end. All right, well, I'll go ahead and give him a call tomorrow and try to set up back an appointment to take it in and have him take a look at it and see because okay. I don't want to tear up. I put about $6,000 worth of tires on here, so I don't want to tear them up. So. And that's that's yeah. one of the customers that we would have sent you to? Uh, yes, that's uh, MD alignment out there in uh, Daytona Beach, the international okay. dealer. All right, yes. and if they have any questions, and in fact, if you have any questions when you're there, if you would like them to talk to us, We'd be happy to talk to them. Uh, our, you know, our number eight hundred six one seven five five nine two, or the tech line the five one five nine six seven five six two six number. I would, they, if they have any questions about what's going on, I'd be happy to talk to them. Oh, great! Also, on a second note, I did receive the books from you guys um, that I ordered, and they're pretty amazing. The information that's in those books are mind blowing. With those, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, Mike so enjoying, really did a good job putting those together. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And I'm enjoying reading those and, and learning all the different uh, patterns and the tires and the the um, wear and, and everything else that comes with that. Yeah, it's it's really well, it's wonderful to to have that available. I know a lot of people have saved a lot of money and time and headaches because of what they've been able to get out of this. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, yeah. thanks, Kevin, for taking my call. 
All right, thank you. All right, and now I have one more call and 10 seconds to get this call through. So 701, here we go. Well, <laughs> oh, hell. Hey, I've got a brand-new truck coming here in a couple of weeks. You were uh-huh. talking about taking those wedges out to change the camber. Should I be doing that right off the bat? Anything else on a brand new truck? You could do that right off the bat. It wouldn't be a. It would not be a negative at all. Um, I'm not. I'm. Let's see. It, like we said, this is this is a way of uh, evening out the ride a little bit if you feel like it's rough. But also, you're going to save ten, fifteen percent on your tire life if. You know, it happened to be, well, if you're, if you're changing more than a degree of caster, it used to be, you know, 20 years ago, uh, you'd see between two and a half and three and a half degrees of caster on any new truck. I don't know what you're getting and I don't know how much caster it has, but a lot more trucks now are coming out with more like five degrees of caster. So it could be very uh, uh, sensible to just go ahead and lower it because that's, you know, that's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, it's a new Cascadia mid-roof, and uh, I just want to get it right right off the bat, so when it gets to the dealer, I'll get him to right. take that out. And that's, that Cascadia doesn't have the air ride front? No. No. Good. Okay. Then, because that one we couldn't adjust anyway. <laughs> and okay. uh, I ordered it in with Continental tires. I'm hoping they're good. Oh, they should be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're a good company. <clears throat> okay. All right. Thank uh, you very any much. Other questions? All right. Thank you. Hey. All right. Bye. Right. All right. Well, that was everybody and everything, and I guess that was a good show. Uh, worked for me. Um, sorry, Mike missed it, but uh, we, I believe, will be here again next week. Uh, and I don't know about the week after that because that's the Super Bowl, but I don't know. Without uh, Wisconsin in it, maybe we don't care anyway. All right. Thanks for calling, and we'll talk to you all another time.